Joining me on the show this week is Irish rugby star Baben Parsons. Baben, welcome to the show. Hi, Valerie. Thanks for having me. I mean, of all days to catch you after such an amazing weekend, you did kick off your Six Nations campaign on Saturday with a win over Wales. And what a start to the campaign. Yeah, definitely. You know, we had 20 camps under our belt and we were quietly confident going into that match and we really wanted to put a marker down uh, and we're happy that we did that. You know, scoring 45 points in a test match is uh, is always a, is a nice victory. So we're really happy with the win in Wales, yeah. I'd have to laugh at you saying you were quietly confident because last week I feel that yourself and the girls, you know, loads of post pre-match interviews and you, I thought these girls are very confident. I can't wait to see them play on Saturday, but you'd every right to be confident. Yeah, you know, we had more time to prepare than we've ever had before. So we got time to know each other's quirks and be able to play off each other. And we really gelled as a team you know, there's massive belief in that squad at the moment. And after seeing, you know, the hammering that Wales got against France and, you know, being in our environment and knowing how competitive we were, uh, we, yeah, no, we weren't quietly confident. We were openly confident about uh, about going to Wales. But, and rightly so. And, you know, you mentioned that you gelled well as part of a team. Do you think all those camps helped? Oh, absolutely. You know, um covid for me has been you know it sounds strange but it's been excellent i've had more time to commit to sport than i've ever had before and you know working you know sometimes you just need time like the crossfield kick from hannah is a good example she placed it on the money uh, and then just a couple of words for me to emer to let her know that you know that ball is mine i'm catching it you know those little things it's not skill. You can't teach that stuff. It's just time and getting to know each other and trusting each other. And that stuff takes time. I was just going to say that word trust, I think, is important, especially when you were like, right, Emer, this is my ball. She could have been like, no, this is mine. You know, the board of you could have felt like you could have done it, but she was happy to leave you have it. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that that could have been something that would have happened in the past. But I think we're we're um, confident in each other and trust each other, you know, that's a huge thing in defence as well, that my inside has my inside tackler and the outside has me and I'm leaving last man to the fullback. So those things, you know, they just need time. And what about your own performance? I mean, you must be extremely happy with it. Yeah, I was like, um, I was just raring to go, you know, six months without playing a match. I just wanted to get out on the pitch. I don't even think I was that nervous. I was just so excited to get out there. Um, you know, putting on a green jersey is, is always a major privilege and, a, and a, um, something I'm really proud to do. Uh, so getting onto the pitch and having a performance um, is, is just a win. And I mean, your first try, you got the break and you were like, I'm going for it. Were you, what are you like when you get that ball into your hand? Is your first um, thing to do, I'm going for the line? I mean, do you ever think I need to look and see if there's anyone a better player? Are you like, no, I'm going for the line and that's it? Yeah, I think with that one, I was dancing with the touchline a little bit, but my, you know, I get whitewash fever sometimes and I just want to want to go for the try line. I think with that one, I was the last one to receive the ball and I thought, just just try your best, try shrug off these defenders, get around them uh, and, and go for the line, yeah. What do the coaches say to you? Are they always saying, yeah, just go for it, you'll know better yourself? Are they like, maybe sometimes don't go for it? Are they encouraging? 
Oh, definitely. Like even from underage, they've always been encouraging. Um, they've let me do my thing and they've just um, encouraged that. And of course, there's times where I need to pass and look for people off the shoulder. But unless they're screaming for the ball, unless um, I you know, dominate that uh, contact collision and have hands free, I'm going to try my best to go. I mean, oh a huge performance for the weekend, but your first cap, you were 16 years of age against USA. I mean, can you, I know it's only two years ago, but I feel like, can you remember back to that time you were so young heading into an international scene, your set up? I mean, what were the nerves like? You were probably playing with players that you probably looked up to at some stage. Yeah, definitely. That, that first season, I was awestruck most of the time. Um, but I think... Through COVID, I realized how big of a deal that was. At the time, I was in such a whirlwind and everything was happening so fast. So I was nearly naive to how important getting your first cap was. So I think if I knew now what I knew then, I would have been a lot more nervous. But at the time, I was just young and naive and wanted to get on the pitch, wanted to get the hand, uh, the ball in my hand. So I'm sort of grateful that I, I didn't know so much back then. <laughs> Yeah, I was listening back to a podcast. I think it was last week yourself, you and Emer were on, uh, Emer Constantine were on together chatting and she kind of dogged you in a little bit about losing oh, your jersey. <laughs> yeah, I think that was down to the nerves and everything. Um, yeah, in, in the heat of it all, in the thick of it all, I lost my jersey the night before my first cap and I didn't even realize I, I lost it until it was the middle of the night and I woke up in like a cold sweat, couldn't find my jersey, tearing through my luggage, tearing through the hotel room, couldn't find it anywhere. Um, first port of call was my manager at the time, Elaine, and that's rule number one. That was a rule <laughs> you never go to the manager, go to your players first. Um, and so I had her freaking out trying to get me a jersey. Uh, but in the morning at breakfast, Laura Feely handed it to me and I remembered I left it in her room. So, yeah, just madness. Just madness. I mean, you'll remember your first cap, but you'll definitely remember it after that story. But <laughs> since, you know, how do you find your maybe your knowledge or yourself, your play yourself has grown since of, of the sport? Yeah, it's come on in leaps and bounds. I think, of course, I have loads of facets of my game to improve. Um, you know, I'm not naive in that. I know there's a lot of elements that I need to work on. But in terms of game knowledge, I've been able to position myself better in the backfield. You know, I used to get caught out of position a lot. But, you know, now I have a better eye for when they're going to kick, when they're going to run it, that type of thing. So I think that's game knowledge has come on leaps and bounds and that's down to to coaching and also the players around me helping me and giving me tips and tricks the support from everyone since the weekend I think this weekend for women in sport in Ireland was just something else I feel like I'm still in a high from it I can't stop talking to people about it people are still going on online about it how did you feel the support for you was there I mean it was just extraordinary the yeah extraordinary is the word it was absolutely phenomenal. You know, coming from Banlaslow, the support from there is second to none. They're, they always have my back and they're always, you know, fighting my corner and cheering me on. Uh, but this weekend was amazing, you know, with Rachel Blackmore, with all the sport that was going on. And then I felt for us, I thought that we had so much people backing us, so much well wishes, people tuning in to watch it on TV. And it was just an explosion of support and and people genuinely backing us to to go out and and to beat Wales 
fans and as players we felt that you know me personally there's been so much work going on behind the scenes to make to make those matches happen I feel incredibly privileged to be able to fly to Wales and, and play a test match um, so I want that to show in my performances and I want the people at home watching to, to give them a bit of excitement you know in in these times and by God, you did. But um, I know another thing that people worried about this weekend was the exemption. But just in the last half an hour, I don't know if you've seen this already, but you're playing in Donnybrook. There has been an exemption made. So it's all good news. Yes, it's good news. Um, that's amazing. You know, we've been so flexible and adaptable in the last 12 months. So, you know, we're delighted that this one's going ahead. I think I, I just, you know, a sigh of relief nearly. Yeah, and you're playing France. I mean, they will be, you know, a small step up, well, maybe a big step up from Wales because Wales just, you know, their first two games haven't been great and stuff, but France, you know, seem to, will be giving you a good test, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. France will be a whole different beast compared to Wales. They have a sensational back three. I'm sure I'll be um, at the pin of my collar at times, you know, they're incredible and then their set piece and their offload game these are all massive threats but I think if we can focus on ourselves get our own system right uh, execute our own core skills we can really put it up to them we have massive belief in in camp well I just love the confidence and I feel like after last weekend I feel like you could like you will beat them I just know I feel it but you know people have been chatting I think there's a lot of bit of talk about the professionalism and maybe the difference in some teams especially with the scores over the last few weekends at this stage, you yourself probably feel professional. You train in a professional setting. You train professionally. You know, of course, you'd love to be a professional rugby player. Yeah, Valerie, you know, you put it really well there. We have an amazing coaching ticket, uh, amazing strength and conditioning coach. We're fit, we're fast, we're strong. We train in the same place, the high performance center, the same as the men. You know, that all sounds and looks very professional to me and we take pride in being professional you know maybe the pay scale says something different but we're given so much resources and so much facilities and there's absolutely no excuses at the moment we we have the camps and we have the hard work in the bag we just need to perform on the days what's this week like for you now how many training sessions have you got have you have a day to relax or maybe just take in all the success the weekend yeah so today is a down day recovery day we're back in training tomorrow and then we go into camp from Thursday onwards. And how are you trying to fit in this college life of yours? I mean, you can't really call it a college life. We all experience a great college life and I hope someday you will too, because it's strange during COVID. Have you even been into college last year? You were at your leaving cert, like it's strange. Yeah, I've been into college, I think three times um, since, since the college has started. It's so weird, you know, call a spade a spade it's just strange and you're meeting people through breakout rooms and zoom it's not it's not the same I know I've never experienced college before but I know it's not the same and hopefully fingers crossed we get back to a bit of normality next year but it's actually been good to me you know I've no FOMO I'm not missing freshers or rag week or things I wouldn't be able to go to anyway um so in that sense it's good and then I've also been able to you know dip in and out of lectures you know they're pre-recorded so I can make my own timetable that suits me and allows me to train you know make every single training session so it hasn't been too bad you know 
Brilliant. Well, before I let you go, how are you finding the pressure of maybe having this superstar title? You know, everyone's talking about you. I don't mean to big you up or scare you or anything or add extra pressure, but how are you finding that pressure of everyone saying how great you are and how well you've played? Are you you seem to be taking it in your stride anyway. I'd say it doesn't even bother you, does it? Yeah, I suppose when you go into the wider social media and stuff, there's always a lot of talk talk about players and I think that's great that women in sport are in the limelight but the opinions that matter most to me are my teammates and my coaches so I know I have a lot to work on and maybe the media have, have you know had a field day and I'm topic of the month or whatever but uh, I know I have a lot lot to work on and the work isn't done yet you know um, there's still a lot of elements I want to bring into my game and I'm sure France will put it up to me this weekend and I know I'll have a lot of learning coming out of it you know, I'm 19, I have nine caps, I'm going to make mistakes and I know that'll come. So it's part and parcel of it all. I'm sure those girls in the panel will bring you right back down to earth anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sure, they will. Well, the very best of luck this weekend. Um, I'll see you and Donny Brook. I'm going to the game, which I'm really excited. It'll be my first game this year, would you believe? So my first live sporting action. So I'm very excited. So the very best to yourself and all the team, all right? Yeah, thanks, Valerie. Thank you so much.